0: I knew who I was this morning, but I've changed a few times since then. Lewis Carroll. If we are to be moved into that magical place where our dreams live, and to that wonderful place where our goals are achieved, we will have to transform and morph ourselves into the person who is required to get us there. The old cliché, what got you here won't get you there, holds true. A couple of months ago, a friend of mine was a bit saddened over a situation and felt instinctively that she was under some sort of obligation to do things as she had always done them and to be who she had always been. I sent her a quote to respond to how she had been feeling and in an effort to advise her on the situation. It read as follows. You are under no obligation to be the same person you were a year ago, a month, or even 15 minutes ago. You have the right to grow. No apologies. After a brief moment of silence, we noted that we have both felt a sense of relief. We talked about the truth in the quote, and she had realized that it was not only true for me, but for her as well. Sometimes in life we may feel that we have to be who others think we ought to be since there is a lot of pressure in our society to conform to the status quo. In today's political climate and perhaps at various other times in the past also, people are pressured to belong to one side or another. You are either Democrat or Republican. You are either pro-life or pro-choice. You are either Black Lives Matter or All Lives Matter and the list goes on and on endlessly. We are taught, both directly and indirectly, that there is no in-between. Anyone who refuses to take sides on every single issue and refuses to operate within such madness is automatically demonized, as each side completely dismisses the other. Meanwhile, close to nothing or nothing changes within society for the masses, and the combat rages on, there's a quote by Ben Carson that is as follows. We, the American people, are not each other's enemies. The enemies are those people behind the curtain jerking everybody's chain. Me quoting Ben Carson as I live in Los Angeles, California may be viewed as, hmm, distasteful by some. It's a perfect example of the topic at hand. I've literally gotten responses onto my account where people have said to me, Oh my God, I can't believe that you quoted this or that person. Are you aware that they were a racist or insert any other undesirable name here? And my response is typically yes. And I generally will move right along with my life. We live in a world where no one is perfect, not even you. And I think that it's important to be open to learning from those who maybe don't align with who we are or whatever we want to be. I try to remain cognizant of the sign of the times, meaning that there were a lot of people in the past who were blatantly racist, as it was overwhelmingly acceptable during certain times throughout history to be so. And so I remain cognizant of the fact that they may have had several other undesirable characteristics about themselves as well during that time. And while I'm in no way, shape, or form condoning such behavior, I realize that it did and does exist today. I also realize that we are all flawed as human beings, and so undesirables will always exist in every human being, so long as we continue to walk on the face of the earth. However, I'm still very able to find validity in a person's statements or remarks. I don't have to like you or agree with your lifestyle for me to find accuracy in your position. And while emotions in general are typically a good thing, I think that it's always beneficial to us to keep them in check, as with anything else in life, all in moderation and not in excess. This allows me to be able to listen to a Barack Obama or a Ben Carson simultaneously, since I'm able to see what each of their weaknesses and strengths are. I'm able to agree with each of them on certain things, and I'm also able to disagree with each of them on certain other things. Since we are all different human beings with our own minds, it must be true then that naturally we will never align precisely with every or on every single solitary topic that exists under the sun with any other human being that walks the face of this earth. And if we are suggesting that we do, then that suggests that we are not being our authentic selves. And so I don't see life or live it with this kind of notion that we need to belong to this or that group together. And that's the only way that I can like you. I don't see or live life with this kind of notion, again, that we need to belong to this or that group together. And that's the only way that I can talk to you. The way that I see it is I am a human, I am flawed, and so are you. I remain open to listening to your position even though I may not be in complete agreement with it since this is how we learn, evolve, develop, and grow. I, for example, could sit right across from a Ku Klux Klan member today and interview him or her. I could see myself wanting to get more feedback on how they grew up, what they were taught, why it is that they believe or think in the manner that they do. And it's not for me to shun or to attempt to correct them, but rather to obtain a better understanding of our differences that do exist, whether we want to admit to them or not. I think that it's important to move through life without hate for others, regardless of what group they belong to. Sure, they may be hateful towards you, but all that you can really do is control yourself. You can control you. Hate is such a heavy burden for anyone to bear. By hating a person, it's really doing a disservice to self. To spend time and energy and significant portions of your life in that manner where you're completely intolerant of others and of difference is a disservice that hopefully one day they will be more aware of and thus more willing to change since um, everyone can and is always capable of changing throughout the course of his or her lives we simply must decide that this is what we wish to do to change a more workable desirable method than harboring hatred or disdain or complete intolerance for others regardless of which side of the equation they are on would be to realize that we are all different and by acknowledging that fact we are rooting ourselves in truth as how we are made we are all made differently it's what makes us beautiful and unique. And while some, may, may, um, some things may be frowned upon and others may not be, be aware that they are there and extract out of them whatever it is that you can so that you're able to learn and grow from it or to either be or not be like it. And essentially just move through life with love and compassion for yourself and for others in your heart and with gratitude that you were presented with the life lesson, whatever it may have been. Many believe that the elite in our society, not the rich, but the insanely wealthy individuals control the masses through social engineering via the media and what we are consistently presented with on television. Malcolm X said, the media is the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and to make the guilty innocent, and that's power, because they control the minds of the masses. The media and most of what we see on television is designed to give us the illusion of choice, thereby allowing the elite to continue their reign over our minds if we allow it. Control has customarily taken place via one, fear, two, intimidation, three, distraction, and four, divide and conquer. The elite use the media, which is owned by six corporations and approximately 15 billionaires, and encompasses approximately 90% of the market. They use the media as a vehicle to maintain division or to condition people to think in the manner that they wish them to. Much of what we are presented with on television, news, and entertainment is severely biased and operates primarily for the benefit of those who control it for monetary gain. This is the reason why many have been proponents of not watching television at all. However, none of this is new. The elites have always found ways to control the conversation and exert power over how people think and what they think is possible. A book titled, A People's History of the United States outlines what happened when both white and black indentured servants and slaves migrated to the United States of America. Whites were pitted against their Black counterparts via the creation of a three-tiered caste racial system that protected the wealthy white landowners in the South, who would eventually come to be known as the masters. During the slavery era, we can see some of of the same tactics used when dark-skinned Blacks were pitted against lighter-toned Blacks. These divide and conquer methods are clearly evident in the Willie Lynch letter. The A People's History of the United States book is available on the careofbookbordom.com website for purchase under the book tab and the history category. And while I've not yet read it, I plan to do so. It's definitely on my TBR list, my to-be-read list. And I'm looking forward to providing you with some amount of feedback on it via a book review. I will say that I think that it's important to remain aware of the fact that there are tactics utilized to essentially place you against other human beings that we live here on Earth with and probably would more than likely not be against. When you are aware of the game, you're able to operate outside of it, thus not falling prey to it. Allow people the freedom to do them, and you ought to have the same freedom to do you without others imposing their beliefs or ways on you completely and primarily because of things that they've been conditioned to believe more than likely unknowingly via the media or what's consistently and perpetually presented into our society on a regular basis. We are conditioned in many ways to believe that we should always do things the way that we or others have always done them without question. But growth doesn't always work in that manner, whether it be growth the various aspects of society or growth the various aspects of self. We will have to engage in the destructive process of nearly demolishing who or what we used to be or currently are in order to become who we truly are at our core. Socrates says that the secret to change is to focus all of our energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Perhaps the best way of changing our existing reality is not by physically fighting it directly, but indirectly changing it by creating a new way of doing things that renders the old way useless. This process of transformation may occur both frequently and infrequently. There is no law that states that we aren't allowed to change, adapt, or adjust ourselves in order to obtain what we must have for survival or fulfillment. Throughout history and well into today, there are countless stories of prominent figures who've made through sixties in order to become what they needed to become to achieve what they needed to achieve in life. As Oprah Winfrey said, we can't become what we need to be by remaining what we are. We need to understand that there are no time restrictions or constraints on the amount of change that we must undergo, whether it be by the day, week, month, and so on. But it is important to be consciously aware of that ever so silent and yet thunderously loud pressure from society, people we know, and whatever we fed our minds both consciously and subconsciously to date. What do you think about the divide and conquer method overall? Do you believe that it's been utilized in various ways throughout the course of history to benefit those who operate at higher levels in the class structure of society, or no? Do you think that one of the best ways to combat or change anything, either in ourselves or within a society, is to create something new that renders the old way of doing things or certain aspects of our old selves useless? Feel free to let me know. I do encourage that if you have not already that you'd subscribe so that you'll be privy to and updated on the latest news, free trials, recommendations, and much more first. Like and follow me on Facebook and expect to hear from me periodically. Let's connect on carebookworm.com.